Hello, hi everybody. If you are listening to the replays, welcome, welcome, welcome. So I'm just going to start to share out this room. My name is Catherine. Um, I am the podcast host of Chakras and Cuss Words podcast, and I'm really centered on astrology, the chakra system, and learning more and showing people how to use the energy of their zodiac alignments, especially within the chakra system. So, um, and also learning it in an area that they can use it for their current astrological aspects or energies around that transit. So I'm going to discuss the full moon in Aries, which is happening tomorrow. And I'm going to give you guys some back history about this full moon. So this is an exciting time for the moon lovers. If you are a moon lover, um, let me know in the chat. Also, please share out this room to um, your ex, or is it Twitter. Are we calling it X or are we calling it Twitter still? Um, And also ping some friends in. Let your friends know that we're going to do a full moon in Aries reading, which I will concentrate on all of the four zodiac elements. And I will also cover which, which zodiac sign that is in case you are unsure. I'm going to ping my YouTube channel in the chat. I do do a lot on astrology. Um, I currently have the astrology dates up for October, um, but I have even have an astrology series, which will start again after the month of October, and we are learning about everything astrology. So we just covered the moon. And we're going to cover um, all of the planets, all of the houses, all of that fun stuff for anybody who is interested in learning and finding out more about how they can use astrological placements and also how they can um, read their own birth chart. So that's something that I'm going to be showing a lot of people on YouTube is how you can Use your own birth chart to really create some strong intentions and manifestations. So um, for those who don't know me, I'm Catherine, the podcast host of Chakras and Cuss Words podcast. So let's get into this um, full moon in Aries. And if you have any questions, you can ask them in the chat or you can raise your hand and I'll bring you up on stage. But this full moon in Aries is... um, a pretty fantastic moon. It's known as a super moon. It's happening September 29th at 2023 at 1558 AM Eastern time. And it is centered in the Zodiac, the Aries. The Aries is a cardinal sign. It's actually the cardinal sign of all cardinal signs because it's the first Zodiac on the the calendar, as some would call it, the zodiac calendar or wheel. Um, throughout, throughout 
time throughout history, this moon have has been known for being the harvest moon. So this moon is actually known for being the harvest moon, the moon that happens in September. It is the closest to the autumn equinox as we have just passed the autumn equinox and it is the last full moon before we had hit eclipse season and for those who know during eclipse season we don't make huge manifestations we don't make big big crazy intentions this is kind of the time that a lot of astrologers or alchemists people who are centered in the area of the cosmos like to just kind of take a breath and enjoy the moment and do shadow work. So if you've ever heard somebody talk about shadow work, the perfect time to do the shadow work is really during eclipse season because that is when we are in our shadow state. That is when the the shadows of the eclipses, if it's a solar eclipse, if it's a lunar eclipse, is affecting us earthlings here on earth. So it's a time that we do our shadow work, we reflect with the shadow, we learn from the shadow, we respect the shadow, we clear out those old stagnant energies that have been living within us during maybe some of the time of the summer, um, during spring and the previous um, winter, and even the previous fall or even previous years. Shadow season is a time that we want to show reflection of how we can use and release that energy so we can actually improve, improve our area of understanding our own shadow state. All of us have a shadow state. The shadow doesn't necessarily leave us. Um, what I like about this full moon is this full moon in Aries is a beautiful time to reflect and also to release. It has that energy of the Aries, which is centered around reflection and release and renewal. A lot of people see the full moons as time for renewal and also creating intentions. How you set your intentions are up to you. You can make full moon water. Um, I would like to actually use some candle magic or some energy tied in to the element of the actual full moon, which is a fire sign. Also for the harvest full moon, you wanna be thinking how have you harvest your energy through the summer? Are you letting that energy stay within you or do you need to release it? Has it been an energy that you've been able to learn from? Has this harvesting brought you new flowers, brought you new growth? Or is it a time for you to actually trim down maybe old attitudes or old perceptions or old insight and let that kind of have its own peace and let it go. The Aries is ruled by Mars. So traditionally, it is a representation of self. It's very fiery. It has that nature dynamic of the fire element. The Aries is the first cardinal sign, like I said. So this is a lot of reflection of self. 
when we think of self and self-identity, how do we see ourselves? We need to look at this time towards the full moon. And I see Z and Isma, Zima and Valerie in here. So we are talking about what this harvest and full moon means. How can we look at the energy of the full moon for our own individual selves? So a lot of times when we are doing energy work, sometimes we are making intentions towards or for other people, right? Um, I know I've created a lot of intentions or rituals that have been based not only for myself, but also for other people. This intention, this energy that you're going to want to use for this full moon in Aries is going to be your own energy, your own center of self. So where it is that you would like to maybe set some new intentions if that's with um, a relationship with yourself, if that's understanding that you are the one who creates your own alchemy and you are the one who creates your own insight and purpose in each thing you do. And this is also a time that you could think, how will you prepare yourself for winter, especially as we have already passed the autumn equinox and we think about it as self like, how can I prepare for winter? What is going to change? What's going to change the dynamic for me during the winter season? Um, do I have to wake up a little bit earlier to defrost my car, to get to work on time? Do I have to maybe make sure that all my um, coats are clean, all my storage is taken out of the garage? cleaning or maybe decluttering from what has been gained in the summer months and what's also been gained in the autumn and start to prepare for winter. Because this is really what this full moon, this harvest full moon, really traditionally from the ancestors is about. It's about bringing in the energy of the labor of the summer months and the autumn bringing it all in as they prepared for winter. So a lot of um, maybe people back in the old days actually started a lot of their canning. You know, they would can their fruits or maybe can some of their um, jams or jellies, and they would start to preserve some of the things that would get them through the winter cold months of longer longer nights and colder days. So this is kind of the preparation and we have to remember the mindset that comes behind winter can sometimes feel a little bit like a challenge, especially if, um, you know, you're one of those people who gets the winter blues. I don't know if anybody in here ever gets the winter blues. I do. I know I miss the sunlight. I definitely use that last um, energy of the sun. I love the sun, right? But we have to prepare for winter with this full moon. And this is a time to really take in um, areas that we can resolve conflict. And also what's interesting about this full moon, it's uh, aligned with the North Node and also the asteroid Chiron. So right now the or the North Node is our current state. Our current state. Where are we right now? So when you are looking at your current state, 
look at where you are right now. If you're completely fine with where you're at right now, then take that big sigh in, like just breathe it in and just kind of say, yes, I don't maybe have to create too many intentions. I can just learn to continue to enjoy this moment take it on. And if you're looking at your right now and you're saying like, Hey, maybe there's some things I can improve. Maybe I can start to create a new project, or I've really been wanting to create a new project, start to set those intentions. Or maybe you say like, Hey, there's some areas in my relationship that I might want to let go of. Maybe that could be some fears or some areas of anxiety or jealousy in the personal space. So look at that at where you are right now. Also for the collective, we have to remember that this is centered with the asteroid Chiron, which is known as the wounded healer. And when we look at Chiron, there's the energy of fears tied into it. And how have we healed through some of our wounds, right? Some of our wounds, our traumas, our areas of reflection. It could be limiting self-beliefs. It could be areas that are holding us back. But how did we heal from that? But what's interesting about Chiron is if just listen to the name, the name says it all, the wounded healer. So that healer, that energy of you moving past your wounds and your areas of reflection and trauma and releasing and having obstacles and moving from the obstacles and giving back shows that you have developed that healer mentality, that area of insight, because you've lived it, right? You've lived that energy. You've lived through that energy where not only have you overcome those times, but also you can share insight for people who their current state right now might be somewhere where you were at or seems very familiar to someone because they've already kind of are going through some of the things that you went through and maybe you can share that wisdom with them. Also, this might be a time and that we see some tension in the relationships, especially as we have Mars opposing the cell mode. And we have to remember that Mars is that fiery dynamic of uh, assertiveness that can sometimes feel aggressive and potentially there can be friction between relationships, between personal goals, couple goals, um, insight. One person might feel that their value is more important than maybe their significant other or maybe the person in their business partnership where you can see a little turbulation with the relationships right now. So remember to look at your current state of where you are right now. Is this working for you right now? Is this working for you in this current state? Not if it worked for you in the past, but is it working for you right now? Also look at that area of how this moon is aligned with Aries because when we are looking at the Aries 
in energy of the Aries, this is a time for us to get creative. And this is also the time for us to start something, to start something new, to start something on reflection, to start something on releasing or looking back on our past creations and see how we can improve a project, a relationship, or insight on how it is that it kind of all turns around and might change our current situation and improve our current situation before we prepare for winter. Because when we enter our shadow state, there might be more energies of grief. There might be more energies of just feeling a little bit, like I said, people kind of get that winter blues. I don't know. Have you ever gotten the winter blues? I know I do. Um, I think the winter blues is definitely a real thing. Um, and there's even science tied into it, not just astrology. <laughs> so um, if you guys would like to share your zodiac in the chat, you can. Hello, everybody. Hi, Dee. But I will start with the reading. And this is going to be a pretty short room. I don't do long rooms. Um, I don't do super long rooms when it comes to like full moons and readings. I do pretty short rooms. So um, this is going to start with each zodiac element. And I'm going to give you guys an area of insight where you can look to create your intentions for this full moon and where you can possibly um, seek new wisdom for this full moon and if for any reason this energy doesn't align with you you can always release it back to the universe but just remember that um, all of the readings are centered around love and trust so it's just up to you if you want to work on that or if you just want to say that doesn't really pertain to me that's fine as well okay so the first zodiac element we're going will be and i will tell you which zodiacs are in this element in case you don't know what your zodiac is so the first zodiac element is the fire signs and the fire signs include aries um sagittarius and leo so if there are any aries Sagittarius or Leo, you are a fire sign. And what the cosmos want you to know is that it's important that you hold on to your vision. You don't let your vision go just because there might be some obstacles or some self-doubt that this time you should work towards intentions on holding on to your vision. Also, it's important that you Understand that this is a good time for you to look at the energy of the cosmos and become one with maybe star bathing, which is known as going outside and just taking in all the energy of the night, taking in all the energy of the light. This is also a beautiful time for you to activate your center in not only your sacral chakra, which is known as 
your passion point, but to bring it on up to your solar plex, which is that energy of your willpower, that energy of your power in starting something. So that is for the fire signs. And the next element is the water signs. The water signs include Scorpio, Cancer, and Pisces. So if there's any, I know, I know Tamisha is a Scorpio. She's my favorite Scorpio. I know um, some people's zodiacs, but I don't know everybody's. I know uh, Rima is a Libra. She is the Libra of all Libras. Um, And I know, let's see, who else put their zodiacs? Um, oh, and Valerie is a Libra too. Oh my goodness, Air Sign Sisters. I love it. And this is your guys' season. So we have to remember that with a full moon, the reason why the moon is getting so aligned with this full illumination is because the sun, which is currently in Libra, is opposing the moon creating that full moon illumination, creating that full moon. So this is not only a huge time for the Aries because the Aries is the opposite of the Libra, but this is also a big time for the Libras, for the Libras to be connected with their emotions and also to be connected with their intuitive thoughts, for them to be connected with their insight of how they are as a whole and how they are as their own individual state. But this is a beautiful time for the Libras as well. Also, we have to remember that that moon illumination really opens up their self-center around caring for not only their self, but also for people around them. So this is a beautiful time for the Libra energy as well. For the water signs, which includes the Scorpio, the Pisces, and the Cancer, the cosmos want you to know that communication is key. Communication is key. If something has you a little flustered in your current state, if something has you a little bit, um, maybe feeling like an obstacle where you're at right now, remember that communication key. So set intentions on how that communication can be shared a little bit broader, can be expressed a little bit more grander, and really have that overall sense that it's moving forward. It has this full, beautiful flow. For the water signs, sometimes the water signs, it was funny because I was just having a conversation with this lady who told me that she thought all Scorpios were obsessed with their exes. And I had to explain to her, (laughs) to be sure, I had to explain to her, no, 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 no. Most Scorpios aren't obsessed, but most people are actually obsessed with Scorpios because Scorpios tend to kind of have that shell, right? If you look at the Scorpio as an element, you see if you get too close, you might get stung, right? It has this this energy where you kind of like see it's a little bit hidden. It's a little bit mysterious. It's a little bit dangerous. So it's not that people um, 
people are able to get so close to a Scorpio, it's kind of the Scorpio's demeanor. So I had to explain to her the difference that it wasn't actually that once, maybe one Scorpio may have had something tied into obsession, but most people are obsessive about the Scorpio. So it has almost like a mind trick element to it. So this time for the water signs, it let that energy of the communication, even if it feels like something maybe that you hide from the collective or you hide from the relationship, or maybe you just don't express it as freely as you should. Look at your water element. Look at that energy of that nice water flow and learn to take it in and also allow yourself that vibracious movement to be able to express your communication to those who it is that needs to get that message out. Also for the uh, water element, uh, Zodiacs, this is a time for you to meet up with people that are surrounded in your star family, that are surrounded in your energy source. Find individuals who like what you like, who see what you see, who are centered in the alchemy that you are centered in. And this could be business. This could be relationships. This could be a community group. I just started um, uh, yoga. I haven't really been like a big yogi and a lot of people always seem really baffled about that, that I've never been like a huge yogi because they're like, you're such um, centered on the chakras and you talk so much about astrology that you would think that I guess I would be really into yoga, but not really. Um, so I just started joining this um, yoga group and we've been doing like full moon collectives and I usually do readings and and we do like um, circles where it's a bunch of women and men and we talk about certain things that many people might think is so woo woo, but that's like my star family. So getting out there and meeting people who have similar interests as you, who are on the same passion and frequency as you is a plus for the water signs right now. The next... Um, the next zodiac element that we are going to get into is the earth signs. So if you are a earth sign, you are a um, Virgo, a Taurus, or a Capricorn, and Z in her Taurus element. <laughs> She's ready. And Z, this is an amazing year for Taurus placements because you guys are aligned with Jupiter right now. So definitely um, remind yourself that this Jupiter energy is here for you to create and create expansion and to get centered in that area of growth. So this is a good time for the Taurus. But let's talk about the earth elements. So for the earth elements, I want you to know that you are so, 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 so close to completing and succeeding in your goals and your goal. If you created an intention, if you're centered around something, don't give up, even if you've been feeling like the obstacles are there, that you are really quite close. You're in this 
area of growth. You're in this area of achievement. You're kind of like seeing, you're seeing the movement. You're seeing that energy kind of come to life. And you're like, should I keep going? Should I keep going? Please don't get discouraged. Please keep going. Keep putting that energy into the cup, right? Putting that water and that growth and feeding the plant, as one might say, right? To see the areas of the fruits of our labor, we have to feed the plant, we have to feed that energy of growth. So even though it may feel like a bit of an obstacle, just know that you are doing the right thing. Your energy of achievements is happening. It's moving forward. Just continue to push through because you're very close to achieving your goals also, it is a time for you to look for wisdom from the ancestors. Embrace that root chakra energy where you look for wisdom. You reveal some things that maybe you've been hiding or maybe you need to hear from other people. It's also a good time to get connected where you want to be able to express yourself or if you feel that maybe there was something that you were unclear about that you need a better understanding and that's okay to ask others about it. It's okay to learn from it and enjoy that, that energy where you're revealing some hidden mysteries or secrets or something that feels very lost, that there is a time that you can bring that vibracious energy back into your space where you kind of see where the truth lays out and let that show. Also, it is a good time for you to look a little bit deeper besides just what you see on the outer area to look a little bit deeper. If there's been something that's kind of been leaving you a little bit baffled in your current state, remember to take time to create that ritual, create that time towards research before you are 100% sure that, you know, made up your mind or beside, or maybe if you're a little bit unclear and before you wanna get a definitive decision, make sure you do your research before you are 100% ready to make the next move because you want to make sure that you know exactly what it is that you're either investing towards or you're moving forward with. If something doesn't feel like you have the time to do it, but it might be something that you want to do in a later time, then you can put that energy kind of at a piece and go back to it. Don't feel like you have to be rushed for the earth signs. And for the last zodiac element, which is the air signs, if you are an air sign, that means that you are either a Libra <laughs> for the Libras, or you are a Gemini or an Aquarius. For the air signs, I just want you to know that what you have been looking for, what you have been trying to get a better understanding of is in reach. It's literally right there. It's right by you. You just have to kind of tap into that energy of breath work, tap into that energy of the third eye chakra, tap into that energy of the crown chakra allow your 
air sign intuitive ways to pick it up. Allow your air sign ways of seeing what most people don't see right there is literally right there. And what you do with your information, if it's creating something or releasing something, just know that what you have been looking for or the conclusion that you have been wanting is literally in reach. And you just have to maybe step into the energy of what is happening right now is kind of like when we read that big, big question, like, have you ever had that question on the test? And it's like so wordy. And it's just words, 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 words. And it has all this other like outside stuff that doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. All this stuff that's just kind of like tripping us up, right? But what the actual question is, is so simple. It's really so simple, right? So just take a simpler approach. Don't overthink it. Don't overanalyze it. Just see it for what it is. And if that's something that you're going to take all the way in, take it in. Or if that's something that you're going to release, go ahead and release it. Also for the air signs, I want you to know that this is a time for you to either accept somebody's apology or take in um, take in that energy where you release an apology or you release that area that might feel like it's been a little bit of an inner battle or a inner transition that hasn't been like settling right with you. Also, we have to remember that right now, the south node is in Libra. So this might be a time where we are very reflective. And if something's like playing out in your head over and over again, and you're centered in this, I wish I could have, I should have, I did it, da 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 just take that time to acknowledge what it is. Don't be defensive. You don't have to overly apologize, but you do have to kind of say the right energy to let the past wrongs release and also take time to let it all go. And remember that when we let stuff go, it sometimes isn't like so, so easy, right? It takes steps to letting things go. It takes steps to letting events go, to letting memories go, to letting grief go, to letting go limiting self-beliefs or letting go that defensiveness that a lot of us kind of um, engage in, right? And not to get like overly defensive or not to see it as a attack on the inner self, but to just kind of see it as what it was at that time and then to let it go. So this lets me know that there's a lot of energy of release for the air signs. There's also a lot of energy of uprooting, which means that the roots may have been shaken up, but it's also a good time to let the roots kind of manifest back into the ground and create that longevity where the roots continue to grow. And when something is uprooted, 
it's either that it needs to remove itself from that situation or remove itself from the past. And mostly it's letting go of the past, letting go of people, letting go of past memories, letting go of past events that are still centered around the root chakra area, the energy of what may feel like a foundation, but it really isn't. It's really just letting it go and understanding that with everything that grows comes that element of cutting roots, so comes that element of removing old roots, removing old traumas, removing old past memories, and just leaving it be. So for the uh, air signs, it's a time to create intentions towards releasing. One of my favorite ways for the air signs to release is through breath work, because they are that energy of breath as they are the air element and also sound. There's a lot of breath with sound. There's a lot of frequency with sound. So the chakras that you should be working on if you are a air sign is the heart chakra where you're giving that energy back to your boundaries, giving that energy back to your trust, love, and overall energy of respect and trust for self and also for the energy of sound if that's taking in sound frequency if that's listening to maybe one of your favorite um, albums or listening to one of your favorite artists if that is creating sound by expressing yourself that is one of the ways that you can release for the air signs so I want to thank everybody who came in this room and um, thank you. Thank you guys so much. And I see Ashley, Ashley, welcome. Um, if you didn't get to hear your Zodiac element, the replays are on, but I want to thank you guys all for coming in and everybody have an amazing full moon in Aries and have an amazing super moon and harvest moon. Bye. Take care.